Hey guys, welcome to the Happy Client Show, where our goal is to help you build client relationships at Delight. My name is Ben Butler, and I'm joined here in studio, coffee in hand, by my co-host, Andrew Dimsky. Andrew, how's it going today? It's going good, Ben. I'm fired up to be here today, but I'm looking over the show outline that you sent over. I think we should do a couple different things here. I don't really think this the flow that you've outlined here is lining up with where we want to take the audience today. Are you tinkering with this? A little bit. I think you should – I know we agreed on this when we were planning the season a couple months ago, but I'm just looking at it right now. I want to go a completely different direction here. Well, that is unacceptable. And guys, that is exactly what we're going to be talking about today is those clients who tinker with your campaigns. And Andrew, I think that was a great example of how that plays out. And let's define tinkering just a little bit more – when we're talking about tinkering, we're not talking about positive collaboration where the two of you are putting your heads together to refine something to make it better. We're talking about someone who completely wants to veer from the plan. Yeah. Have you ever had that client that just got back from a road trip or a long trip to a conference and either heard a speaker and got a brand new marketing idea or they read a book on the airplane? That's what we're talking about. When someone gets an idea or something in their crawl and wants to come back and completely change what you've agreed upon, what you've worked on in the past, that's tinkering with your campaign, t- tinkering with the inbound game plan that you've put in place. And today we're going to talk about a couple ways that you can prevent that. Yeah, and what to do about it. You know, I think we have to be coming in to every relationship with a Rolodex in our mind of situations and what we're going to do to respond to them because if you don't have an approach in place before you go into something, you're either going to react poorly or you're going to not react at all or you're, you know, any number of unknowns are available if you don't have an approach in mind. So, we're going to go over three ways that you can deal with a client that tinkers with your campaigns. And way number 1, and this is this is probably something that you should really consider This is probably the best way to prevent this before it happens. But way number one, prevent it by building and coming into every engagement with the framework. Clients have goals, but they don't always know how to get there. That's our job. Exactly. What we're doing is providing an inbound partnership here. So the client has a set of goals in place. They want to get somewhere. You come in as the agency partner. You want to leverage your expertise in inbound, your proven framework to help get them there. So the the idea here is that you are the expert coming to the table. The client is the one in need. So if a client starts to step in and try to direct you as the agency, we've got something out of balance here. And the way to rectify the balance is you as the agency coming forward with a proven framework in place. Now, an example of a framework that do inbound agency framework is simple. It's a four-step process where you start with an inbound game plan. That's your inbound strategy. Phase two is to build the engine. And during that phase, you're going to build all of the marketing automation material. So if you think of the buyer's journey for each target buyer persona, the awareness stage lead nurturing, the consideration stage offers, the consideration stage lead nurturing, the decision stage offers, the decision stage lead nurturing, the customer nurturing, Those are the aspects that exist within your funnel. So phase two is to build your funnel out so that when you get traffic to the website, there's a funnel there to convert them. 
Phase three of that do inbound framework is to tweak or redesign a website. Sometimes it might just be a tweak. It might be doing some SEO optimizations or adding calls to action. It might be a complete website redesign, but that's where it fits into the framework. And then number four is ongoing inbound campaigns. And in this phase, we're actively going out and targeting buyer personas with very specific, industry-specific, topic-specific inbound campaigns. And we've got a website that's set up to convert. We've got an engine that's set up to nurture. And we've got a strategy that's set to align inbound with the goals that the organization has. When you walk into a client with a proven plan like this, you completely shift the seat. You put yourself in the driver's seat and they are now following you through a proven plan. Now, if they start tweaking with this, there's some things you can do to kind of put them back into place. But if you come in without a plan like this, I don't think you can really blame a client for trying to tweak because they, you might be giving them the impression that you don't have things under control. Maybe you're actually positioning your agency as someone who just does tactics and they need to steer the ship in terms of direction. But one big way to keep the client you know, in line is to provide this kind of a framework, Ben, so that the, the client always knows where we're at in the entire process. And it's your job as an agency to usher them through this and to use your system, your processes to, to kind of march the client through this as efficiently as possible. And I think in that framework, oh, it's it's so important, and I we can't stress it enough. That's going to squash a lot of tinkering because you're coming in with a strong, proven approach. But I think even within the framework, one of the most powerful tools for eliminating this tinkering is the game plan. Andrew, do you want to tell us a little bit about how the game plan changed the way that Guava Box ran relationships? Yeah, definitely. The game plan from the beginning dives into strategy. So as agencies, we want to lead with strategy. And so for us, it helped us to really see the light in terms of how do we set a client's expectation from the start. And if you lay out in black and white exactly what inbound looks like for a company, that is a that goes a long way to just providing clarity for them so they can see, okay, here's how these things unroll. And it also shows them that, oh, these guys have thought about this a lot. They're clearly students of this methodology. I can see that the methodology has been successful, and I feel confident that I'm in good hands with a strategy like this. Yeah. In way number two, which goes hand-in-hand with this, is to set clear expectations from the beginning of the relationship. When you're coming into a new relationship, you have to train people to do business with you and you need to set clear expectations of how you do business. And this starts all the way back in the sales process and I know a lot of people don't want to turn their sales process on its head and look at it, but sometimes in the sales process, you're just trying to sell to sell. You're not selling with your framework being communicated or you're not communicating how you approach marketing engagements. And if you don't set a certain expectation in the sales process, then your project management team is going to walk into who knows what, depending on what you say to get that sale. So communicate your framework, communicate how you approach marketing engagements. You're not a do anything mercenary, as I like to say. You're a strategic partner who has a proven method and process for getting results. And you don't want to take on clients who aren't looking for a strategic partner. You don't want to be that agency who, again, is the do-anything mercenary. You can't grow that way, and you can't create a scalable business with predictable revenue because you're just doing whatever comes down the pipeline. You don't have a journey mapped out. So setting the expectation of that journey, 
And to take that another step further, to solidify those expectations in the contract, get your step-by-step approach documented and have clients sign off on it. But don't just do those two things. You know, it's one thing to communicate it in sales. It's another to get it solidified in the contract. But you have to review it during the onboarding session. And let me tell you why. When you are onboarding from sales to project management, often there are two completely different teams who get involved. Maybe you're dealing with the president or someone on the executive staff during the sales process, and maybe you're dealing with the marketing point of contact later on or somebody else down the road. You need to have a formal onboarding to transition the salespeople to those who are going to handle the project management itself. So these people, they have no idea what's going on. They don't know the expectations that were communicated unless it's told to them. So get everyone on the same page. Set the clear expectation of what to what is going to happen and what's coming and continue to communicate that as you go on through milestones. Every journey has milestones. So continue and keep pointing to that roadmap into the milestones as you go along because again, clients forget. And so you have to continue communicating and repeating what you're doing and also attaching it to the why. And way number three, if all, if you've done all this, and you've set all these communications, you've, cam- you've come in with a framework, what happens if a client tries to veer you off the path? Well, you push back. Andrew, do you want to take us into this a little bit? Yeah. Let's say you lay out a framework, you've set clear expectations, but they still try to come in and tweak. It's time for an honest conversation, and their communication is so important. You want to make sure you take the time to, to address any issues that come up. And I think, Ben, this goes back to the episodes that we did around client reporting and client meetings. But being able to nip these issues in the bud early is really, really important. And to just address them out in the open. Say, hey, guys, we agreed upon this strategy at the beginning. That's why we're making these moves here. If we need a tweak, we'll tweak based on data, but we're not going to tweak based on instinct or based on you just changing your mind. Now, again, it goes back to you have to have a framework and a strategy to go off of. So if you're at the point in a client relationship, and I've been here myself, where you don't have a detailed plan in place, you know, there was those early clients that we went through where we didn't build a game plan first. So we were in there trying to sort out how things were going and they were directing a lot of the, a lot of the engagement. And, you know, that kind of threw up red flags a lot. Like, okay, they're driving the ship here. We're not in control, but we're going to get measured at the end of the day on how well we perform. Well, if I'm going to be measured on my performance, I want to be measured on the plan that I put in place and that I want to execute. I don't want to be measured on their plan Mm -hmm. and then get fired because we couldn't meet based on the tactics that they wanted to do. So you've got to, if you don't have a strategy in place now, you got to start that process ASAP. Start building an inbound game plan. Get some buy-in from them on the direction you're going to use moving forward. And then, you know, keep, if that, if that is still an issue, it might be time to push back and just remind them that, you know, you, you are here for a reason. You're here for your inbound marketing expertise. You want to partner together on this initiative. But Ben, if you keep feeling that pressure that they want to drive the ship, it might not be the right client for you at this time. Yeah. And I think there's something to be said about halting operations. Andrew, I'll never forget. And this is a, this is a legendary example uh, that we use all the time, but there was a client we had where, you know, they kept trying to veer from the path and they kept doubting and they, you know, all kinds of things. And one day you said, 
what can we do to transition you out of this because it just wasn't working. You know, sometimes you have to just be honest. And I tell you what, it's it hurt for a little bit, but we got back on track and we got back on track sooner. So it's just being open and being honest with yourself as an agency. Yeah. At the end of the day, if they're not following your plan and if they're not, they probably don't want to. So it's just not a good fit for each other. And that's fine. You're going to have those types of clients where they just don't get it. They don't see the value or they want to be more involved and have their own ideas. That's fine. There's other agencies out there that can service them. That's not the business that we wanted to be in. And it's not a very scalable way to go there. So identify that. Don't be afraid to offer to transition clients or even fire clients if if it comes down to it. We want to be in a position where we are architecting the framework. We are architecting the journey and we're going to guide them through that journey to help them achieve their goals. That's where we want to be, Ben. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Any final thoughts, Andrew? Yes. Take some time. Look at your – just look at your list of current client work. Do you have a clear strategy in place for each of them? Do you each know where you want to be in 9 to 12 months? If the answer is no, if there's no clear strategy in place, take some time to build an inbound game plan. We'll include some resources in the show notes on how you can build, how you can sell inbound game plans as a part of your service offering. But that is going to transform the relationship because it's going to put you in the driver's seat as an agency, no longer reacting to what the client wants you to do, but actually coming to the table as a solution provider and walking them through that journey. Transformed our agency, Guava Box, and I feel like it'll do the same for you. Oh, absolutely. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Happy Client Show. Can you do us a favor, please? Pretty please? Don't make me beg. If you've enjoyed this podcast, can you go to iTunes and leave us a review? What this will do is it will help us reach more awesome people like you, and we'd very much appreciate it. But until next time, We'll look forward to talking to you and have a great day.